What's going on gamers? Welcome back to the Graveyard. I'm the Graveyard Gamer and thank you for joining me for this Graveyard Review of WWE 2K23. Now, gamers, this game has been out for several months now, but I love WWE games. If you don't know, I have an entire history of WWE games. You can check that episode out right here. You can also check out my review for WWE 2K22. That only came out right before the launch of WWE 2K23. Truth of the matter is, I like to take my time. I like to try out the different features, the different modes. Some of the modes I like to spend a lot more time with. For example, Universe Mode, which I'm going to get into. And at the same time, My Rise is another great mode that I like to spend time with. So ultimately, it takes me a little bit longer for these reviews, but I think it's better for it. So let's jump right in, guys. I don't need to give you a backstory about my love for the games. As I said, I've got these episodes out there. You guys have heard me talk about it. You've even heard me talk about Universe Mode at this point. But let's break down this particular game. And I'm going to start off with the graphics. And I gotta say, look, WWE 2K22, for me, it was a return to form. And what I mean by that is we all know WWE 2K20 was one of those embarrassing game titles. Those ones that, like, transcend the industry, where whether you're a wrestling fan or not, you look at that like, dude, how did they release that broken game? You know, the different memes and the different videos of the glitches and stuff are out there. And we know the troubled history, and then we finally took a year off, about a year and a half, and then we got... WWE 2K22, which was fantastic. It was that return to form, something we haven't seen in a while. And I also thought it was an evolution. You know, WWE 2K19 was a solid wrestling game, one of the best it had been in a while. But every few years, we get that evolution where it just, you know, they kind of take it the next step. That's what 2K22 was. Now, when it comes to 2K23, I believe it was that refinement year. 2K22 was all about, hey, here's what's new. Here's what we can bring to the table. Here's how we can improve. 2K23 was that now we're there. We're at the table. We gave you a great game last year. Now we want to make it even better, right? So there's not a whole lot added to it, but come graphically, I got to say, I was kind of blown away by how good this game looks. Now, 2K22 was definitely no slouch in the visuals either, but here it just, I don't know, everybody looks like themselves. Every once in a while you get the occasional, and usually they're like the lower mid-card guys, right? But all your main event guys, most of your mid-card guys, everybody. The one that must stand out the most is the guy that I personally think always gets shafted in WWE games. And that's Edge. For whatever reason, I think it's his cheekbones. Edge never looks right. I can only think of the last, you know, the modern era of gaming. I gotta go all the way back to the PS3 version of WWE 13. And then, yeah, he kind of looks like Edge, especially when you get the retro Edge. Well, I'm here to tell you, even though as good as he looked in 2K22, in 2K23, he looks like Edge, man. And that is awesome. I'm a big Edge head. So, you know, I, I can't speak enough about the graphics. They look really well. And then we're going to talk about how things run and stuff, right? I got to say, there's no real slowdown. There's no hiccups. I always go back to when they introduced the eight-man tag matches in WWE 2K16 or 17. I can't remember which one. But on a base model PS4, man, I would barely play them because they would slow down so much. There would just be so much frame rate issues and sluggishness and whatnot. And to be honest with you, I played them a couple times over the years and they had improved, but you could tell that was a lot for at least the base model PS4 to keep up with. However, in this game, not only do those run smooth, but the big thing is they introduced war games. And I'm going to speak to that when I get to the different modes. But war games, if you don't know, it has two four-man teams. So you have eight people at one point playing. You have a referee in there. You also have weapons. And on top of that, you have a steel cage. So you have a lot running under the hood and it keeps up extremely well. There's no issues there. So ultimately, if it can handle all of that going on, let me just say that the rest of the time you're playing is fantastic. 
fantastic. Now, I will say, when it comes to actual some gameplay stuff, let's break down the gameplay. And let me just say that when it comes to controls, I think, again, this control system is awesome. Now, if I was going to put it on a scale of, like, easy to pick up and play as, say, WWE No Mercy, right? Where you had your strong grapples, your weak grapples, depending on how long you held them, pulled off a move. Anybody can pick that game up, and within a match or two, they could, they could have the moves down, right? Or I put it on the other end of the scale, in my personal opinion, is Fire Pro Wrestling. Look, I love Fire Pro Wrestling, but it takes a while to get used to the timing of those grapples. It takes a lot to get under it. Once you get the hold of it, man, you put on some fantastic matches. I would put 2K23 right in the middle. For example, I don't think that if you haven't played a wrestling game in years, that you're going to pick this up and within two matches be pulling off insane moves and doing everything you want to do. However, if you take the time to go through the tutorial... After about a match or two of kind of getting things down, you'll be have it, you'll be set, you won't have any issues, right? Sure, you might lose, but that's kind of part of the game, but you'll have a great understanding of the game. At the same time, if you're somebody like myself who's played all of these games, you come into this game, you you know get some of the ring rust off after not playing for a couple of months, and boom, you're into this game, and it's awesome. So I think it's that great kind of walking that line of, hey, it's for beginners and everybody, but it's also for vets. So definitely awesome there's some things in here that i really like number one they do bring back the combo system if you don't know from 2k22 if you hit your square or your x and those are your heavy or your light attacks if you hit them in a certain order like square 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 x x x square that's a combo you can also add the circle button on playstation at the end of it which will do a combo into a grapple however if you're on the receiving end of that if you can actually line up what the next move is going to be so say the combo that the guy's hitting is a square, 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 and you correctly guess it, and you hit the square at the same time they do, you're going to do a combo breaker, and now they're at your mercy. At the same time, there's also a dodge button. I don't know why we haven't had a dodge button in a WWE game, but i got to give 2K credit because this move is amazing. The guy swings, you just quickly do a little back step and dodge right out of it. This is fantastic. You know how almost every time you start a match, somebody's going to run at you and do a move? With the simple dodge at the right time, man, they screw themselves up and leave themselves open for you. Obviously, there is your typical reverse button that you can hit it at the right timing during that little window and, you know, get out of the move. They've also changed up the pinfall system. I love this system where, you know, the referee's counting, but instead of trying to, you know, get the ball out of the circle or mash or whatever it may be, this time you're actually trying to flip up the analog stick at just the right time as this bar is going back and forth. And if you hit it, it kicks out. The cool thing is that, to me, that mimics a kickout. You know, when you watch wrestling on TV, when they kick out, sometimes they kick out with their shoulder, but for the most part, it's actually a kick. Like, they're kicking their leg out, and I think that that works very well. The biggest thing that I absolutely love that 2K22 introduced, and it does stay here, is when it comes to your signatures and your finishers. So, as you build up your momentum meter, you're able to pull off different moves. Now, this might be, you can do a low blow if you're heel. You can roll out of the ring. You can... You know, hey, do a possum pin where you catch them when they're not paying attention, you get them in a pin. Now, if you do that, you're going to burn whatever you got as far as momentum away, but it allows you to, you know, get out of some hairy situations. Or if you let it fill all the way to the end, guess what? You're going to be able to pull off a signature move at that point. At the same time, that's also building up with different moves. You'll see at the bottom, you have up to three finishers that are slowly building as well. What I like about this is in previous games, you know, before 2K22, like, let's say WWE, 2K20, 19, whatever, if you build up a signature, it kind of negated you having a finisher. So let's say you had two finishers and you build up and you got a signature and you wanted to do your finisher for somebody like me, the simulation base, kind of trying to make it look like a real match. Well, now I can't do Sam Roman Reigns and I'm ready to hit that spear. 
but now I got a signature up, so I got to hit a Superman punch before I can actually hit the spear. But, you know, hey, man, for the match flow, it's perfect to hit the finisher and put it down. This is not like that anymore. Now you have the choice. There are two different, you know, button combinations to pull off a signature or a finisher. So if you want to hit your three finishers and never touch your signature, you can absolutely do that. So I think that is fantastic. Now, let's move on to the different types of matches and whatnot. And look, you're going to have a ton of fun in this game. First off, let's go with Crate of Wrestler, right? There is a whole Crate of Suite right now. You have a Crate of Belt, which is awesome, and you can get really detailed. And let me tell you something, guys. If I had more time, I would love to make so many awesome belts. But I don't have the time, so I can't get as in-depth with that. However, I can tell you I've downloaded a ton of awesome belts to you know, go back into wrestling history. Or even go into AEW and get their titles. And guys, man, 2K have given the tools and there are some amazing people out there who have made some amazing looking belts. Then you get to go to create a wrestler. Gamers, there are so many options to choose from. Between clothing of WWE superstars to legends to old school shirts that are in the game to so many different things you can do. And then so many options for your character. Now let me just say, I have been disappointed because I feel like for the longest time, I had no problem taking a picture of myself, putting it on the 2K website, importing it, and actually having a wrestler that looked like me. Like, it was awesome. I haven't been able to do that in 2K22 or 2K23. Like, it just, it never lines up right, so my guy looks weird, so I have to go into default and basically kind of mess around with the templates they have. Now, unfortunately, I'm just not one of those gifted people to really kind of figure out all those nuts and bolts, so... While I like my character look a lot in 2K22, in 2K23, he just seems a little bit off. Uh, just not what I want his face. It doesn't look weird. It's just not what I want his face to quite be. But again, I don't, I don't have those skills. However, I've downloaded a crap ton of WWE Legends, AEW guys, WCW guys. And listen, the talented people that work on those belts also work on characters. And I'm telling you, some of these guys, you're like, holy crap, like that legitimately looks like a real character and that's what i love about these games you want a character you didn't get the dlc or they're just not in the game guess what man go on the creation suite and i almost guarantee you that wrestler is up there for you to download and not only do people take the time to make some awesome characters some people also take some time to make some awesome movesets so it feels like a genuine character in the game so the cool thing about creator wrestler i have to point out as well is you can actually import him into your my rise which is your career mode at the same time, he can also be used in exhibition or any other matches. In the past, that's been kind of one of those things where if you put a guy and you created a guy in My Rise, he was locked to that mode no longer. Now you can freely import him into any mode you want to. It's just when you do that in My Rise, some things are locked. Like if you create a wrestler and you give him overall stats of like 99, when you go into My Rise, it's going to take that away and you're going to have to build him up, which makes sense. However, that level 99 guy is still available in all the other modes. So I've talked about Create a Wrestler. Now let's get into the different match types and then let's get into the different modes of the game. So when it comes to different match types, if you went with a fine tooth comb, you might be able to find more, but it seems like the biggest thing that they added, the biggest match was what I talked about earlier and that is War Games. And if you don't remember War Games, they brought it back in NXT. They just brought it back last year for the main roster with the Bloodline. However, War Games is a Dusty Rhodes creation, baby. That match back in the NWA was how they settled some blood feuds man you have two rings next to each other you have a steel cage all around it now back in the wcw days they actually have a top to the cage wwe takes the top off because they like to leave it open to do some high risk moves right 
So they've incorporated that in this game, and man, it plays fantastic. You pick your two teams. You can do a random, or you can pick who has the advantage, because if you don't know, the way it works out is you have your two teams. One person from each team starts, and after two minutes, the winning team, whoever has the advantage, they actually bring down their next person. Two minutes later, the other team will bring out their person. So every couple of minutes, the team that won the advantage actually gets an advantage of having more people in the ring. And they do that until all four members from each side are in the ring. So eight people in these two rings going at it, they'll actually make the bell go off and they'll say war games has officially begun. And at that point it goes until a pinfall or a submission. You can't escape the cage. The cool thing about this is as your character is coming down, you can freely switch to whatever character you're playing as on you know one team. When you do that, before you get in the ring, you can actually pick a weapon up. So now, you can bring weapons into war games. So look, they didn't just put in war games. They put in war games and made it fantastic. I, I'll tell you what. I've had a couple war games matches. Every one I've had has just been frantic, a chaos, in the best possible way. In the way you would want it to go. So definitely well worth your time to play it. One thing I will notice is I didn't see a whole lot of double title matches. right? Title for title or, for example, Roman Reigns has both belts. I didn't really see too many options to have him come down to the ring. I think I've heard that you can do it in exhibition, but you can't do it in universe, and maybe that's why. But I do think that's kind of kind of odd, given hey man, like whether it's universe or exhibition, people want to kind of ape what they see on TV. But let's get into those modes that I talked about, and this is one of the reasons why it's taken me so long to get this review out because I wanted to experience a good bit of them. So when it comes to my rise, I've talked about that. That's your story mode. I got to tell you something. I love it so far. I have not completed either the male or female because in this version of the game, there are two different ones. There's the male version where you are the lock. You're a former indie guy, and I think you can pick your background if you want to, and you're coming to the main roster. You're the next big deal. You're going to come out. You're going to challenge the Intercontinental Champion. It's going to be awesome. However, I actually was sitting there going, the lock? And you're coming out of a big padlock? Like, that's that's kind of weird, man. Like, a big safe you're kind of busting through with this padlock on your neck. Like, that's kind of corny. However, so far in the story, it seems like 2K knows that and they're embracing that. Like, your character doesn't want to be the lock. He's an indie guy. He's built his name up. Everyone wants to use that. But you're being told, no, you got to create your own way. So I'm very curious to see how that spells out. However, the cool thing is when it comes to the females, you create a female wrestler. And in this case, you're actually the niece of a WWE diva legend. So haven't really experienced a whole lot with that. But that actual storyline sounds really cool as well as you're going to get to get introduced to like Molly Holly and different legends as well. So Really cool stuff. I, I dig it. One thing is they did introduce the match objectives, which I'll talk about those when it comes to showcase mode. However, uh, while I was initially like, oh, no, they're very easy. You know, it'll be like, hey, win the match this way. There's not like a whole lot of put your character in the corner and do this move. Hit a running strike. It's not really that. It's more so win the match, you know, win the match by count out, you know, whatever it may be. So they're not very invasive. Also... I got to say, in an improvement from 2K22's career mode, it's a lot easier to understand what is kind of a side match you're doing, like a side quest, if you will, and what is the main quest. Because in 2K22, there were just so many matches going on, I had no idea how to keep track of what's going on. And of course, My Rise also is a way to unlock different characters, different items for creator wrestler, all that fun stuff. So to me, My Rise, man, I mean, 2K has done a really fantastic job over the last several years of having their quote-unquote career mode be fantastic. I thought 2K19 was awesome. I actually thought 2K20 could have been really good if technically there was a little bit more tightening up. Last year was really good. This year is just proving to be awesome as well. 
Then let's move on to showcase mode with cover star John Cena. And I got to tell you something, showcase mode to me is the best it has been in a very, very long time. Number one, if you don't know, it's not about playing John Cena through a series of matches. That's kind of the thing that always got a little boring to me. Like last year, you're playing Rey Mysterio. Well, you're kind of having the same matches because, hey, it's, it's the same moveset. This year, it's about John Cena's greatest losses. So you're actually playing all the different opponents that have beaten John Cena over the years. You're actually getting to play as RVD taking on John Cena. You're getting to play as Edge taking on John Cena. Kurt Angle. So what you're actually doing is you're getting a lot of variety in this mode because you're playing as different characters with different movesets. I think that really breathed a ton of life into this game. Not only that, but you also have the match objectives, which were very cringy to me in the past. I felt like they just were invasive and they got in the way. And while they're still there, they're all about setting up the next big move they want you to see because they have this awesome technology. They call it their slingshot technology, where let's say your RVD and your job is to Irish rip John Cena out of the ring. As soon as you do that, as John Cena is running, it seamlessly goes into the real footage of that match at One Night Stand back in 2006. And after some brawling, he'll throw you back in the ring and it'll seamlessly flow back into the actual gameplay. I thought that was awesome. And again, you know, when the objectives work in that way and they're just kind of getting you to kind of guide you to kind of how that match played out versus step by step as they've been in the past, I think it works very well and I understand it. So definitely some cool stuff. There's some really cool unlockables in there. You get some cool insight from John Cena himself as he's sitting there being interviewed talking about these matches. And John Cena, man, look... I'm not going to say much about a lot of his acting, but when it comes to him actually having interviews and talking about it, like you can see why he was the face of WWE for so years. He's very charismatic. At the same time, he's also very truthful, very real, and he puts a lot of thoughts into his words. So definitely really cool stuff right there. Now, when it comes to showcase mode and some of the bigger things that I like, I got to say, when you get to the end, I thought it was fantastic. See, the last couple matches are a little bit different than before. Number one, you get John Cena going, do you really think you can beat me? Let's see what's up. And at that point, man, you have a John Cena that I will just say that it's about in that you can't see me way. You also have a match with John Cena where I'm just going to tell you, prepare to lose. Like, that's just all I'm going to say. But it, it's not like ripping your hair out. I'll just leave it at that. Then you get a John Cena match where you get to try to make him the GOAT against three other WWE legends. And I got to say, man, like all of this was done. And when I got done with the mode itself, I was like, wow. Like, this is just fantastic. Like, they really did a great job with this mode. Then, let's move on to my GM Because I gotta tell you, when it comes to my GM mode, I loved it back in the day. I loved it last year. This year, I really got into it. Like, and I'm gonna give you this little hint. Because I started the mode off, and I was Mick Foley in charge of SmackDown, and I made Eric Bischoff in charge of Nitro. And everybody's got their own kind of special moves and cards that you can play. And that's the whole thing. As you play through each week, Triple H will give you an objective. If you fulfill that objective, and it might be like, don't have your most popular female on the show or have a hell in a cell match on the show, whatever it may be. If you do that, you'll unlock these power cards. These power cards can be things like, hey, get extra fans this week. Hey, your opponent can't use their most popular character. So things like that that are very, you got to be very strategic on when you use these cards. But the whole name of the game is to have enough money to put on the best matches, to buy the next upgrades, to get the better arenas and whatnot. And it's a lot of fun. But I will tell you the biggest tip to this and this is something I had to learn. I actually restarted that mode because you got to pay attention when it comes to the draft. Number one, I would not recommend drafting everybody you can. I would draft just enough to make sure you have enough heel and faces, good guys, bad guys, and at the same time, pay attention to their style. 
you want to make sure you have enough brawlers to fight fighters because that match right there gets you more eyes on it. More people are going to be inclined to watch that than if you say you have a cruiserweight versus a fighter. It's not going to right off the bat get people to look. Also pay attention to the popularity. Just because you have the option to get Roman Reigns and John Cena and The Rock, well, that's a lot of money, but you also want to make sure that A, their popularity is high, but B, whatever their style is matches up with somebody else you can get. If you just think, hey, I'm going to get Roman Reigns and I'm going to have him fight Cody Rhodes, Cody Rhodes might not work as well with Roman Reigns in this mode. It's one of those things where you got to step back of being a wrestling fan and pay attention to the numbers because once you do that, this mode is fantastic. I played through it. I was able to pull it off and get the win. I loved it. And then I started a new mode where you actually play against three different computer opponents. And I got to say, man, that has been humbling. Like, they are just good. And I am struggling to get my roster to number one. So I'm loving GM mode. It's bringing back all those fresh, fun memories from back in the day. Then there is my faction. And I will say of all the modes, this is probably the least one I've done. It's very grindy. It's very loot box based. It's really about you kind of unlocking different cards using those characters that are on that card to go through a series of matches. Like you might say, hey, here's this tournament where you got to fight five different people and that'll unlock another card. And the whole goal is to get your best deck of cards so that when you play, you have a ton of people you can choose from. But again, I feel it's very grindy. I feel like they really drive you to buy loot boxes to see what cards you can get. So for me, it's not really there. The disappointing thing about it is, man, there's some really cool characters in this mode. Like, for example, if you want Triple H looking like DX or Evolution, well, he's only available in my faction. Meaning, even if you unlock him in my faction, you can't play with him in Exhibition. And that's very frustrating. However, I'll tell you a little hint. Check the creation suite because a lot of people are able to kind of pull that information and, and I guess, in a way, pull that stuff and build a character that looks just like it so you can actually have him in Exhibition. But you can't just unlock him in my faction and just play him. Like, I, I don't understand that. I think it's very frustrating. If you could, it would probably drive me to play that mode a little bit more just to unlock some of these characters. Next up, we have my personal favorite, and that is Universe Mode. Now, there is two options. There's Superstar Mode, which is essentially like an old-school career mode where you... Pick your character and you put a spot on the show that you want to play as and you just play as that one guy, whether it be a creative wrestler or like AJ Styles. For me personally, I don't really love that style. I go with the classic universe mode where I am the Vince McMahon. You can pick what show on what day. You can add whatever. I personally have a Raw show where I have all my WWE guys. I have a WCW Nitro show where I have legends and wcw guys and some other people and then i have an aew dynamite show which actually looks like aew dynamite because you can create arena in this like there's so many cool things you can do you can pick the rosters you can pick the championships now a lot of it is in your mind like when you guys hear me on my graveyard shift start breaking down like the stories and what's going on a lot of that is mental but the cool thing is in this mode you can actually make a rivalry, and then during the matches, you can pick if there's a storyline going on. Are they going to attack before or after? How is your opponent going to react? All of this stuff really kind of enhances it. I thought that was fantastic. And the cool thing is, you know what? You can actually edit that all the way until the match. So, you know, you go into the next week's card. Say it's Monday night and it's Raw. And you're sitting there and you finalize the card you want to have. But as you're playing through it, you get to the fifth match and you realize, you know what? This should have been two other people. This should have been a ladder match, whatever it may be. Guess what? You can edit it right then. This is the first time you've been able to do that, to my understanding, in years. Like, I'm talking back to the THQ days, back, you know, a while ago. So, definitely cool stuff. So, overall, man, all the modes you can play, all the different options you have is just fantastic when it comes to 2K23. 
So with that being said, let's talk about trophies and let's talk about Fun Factor. And I gotta say, Fun Factor is pretty dang high. I've dealt with some sports game shenanigans here or there where it feels like the opponent just keeps you on the ground too long. And I will say, 2K, please, I beg this almost every year I do a review for your video games. Fix the tag team matches. You know, if you need to, go to the rule. There's a rule in wrestling. It is a true WWE official rule that wrestlers are only supposed to interfere when their opponent, when their partner is pinned and attack their opponent. They're only allowed like one time a match that they're supposed to do that. Other than that, they're supposed to be holding on to the tag team rope. Now I get it. That is overlooked and it ruins the, you know, the drama of the match. But I gotta tell you something. I wish they would do something. I think that would have actually kind of be strategic. If you're in a tag team match and you only get one save, I think that would help a lot because the biggest problem is there are so many matches that are tag team matches that just go on so long because every time you have a good finisher and you've got the opponent pinned, their person's going to come out and your partner is going to be very slow to react. And you know, even the game tells you before you pin them, go and knock the opponent off the ring. That just, okay, that works once or twice. It doesn't work every time. It breaks that illusion that you're having a wrestling match. So outside of those kind of, you know, things that they need to fix, the gameplay is so much fun. Hey, you get to play as Cody Rhodes. I'm down with that. I'm a huge Cody Rhodes fan. Cody Rhodes, John seem like you get to have fun with this. Just an impeccable roster. Great stuff. When it comes to trophies, a little bit more of a mixed bag. You know, it, it, they're very, you're not going to get a platinum easily. I'll put it to you like that. And my faction trophies are really going to slow you down. In fact, a lot of the modes when it comes to their trophies are tough. Like, for example, for my GM mode, a lot of it has to do with completing multiple seasons, not just one. So there's a lot there. It's not bad. It's just something that's going to reward you in the long run versus the short run as well. So when it comes to review score, I'm going to be honest with you. This game is awesome. If you don't hear me do a review for WWE 2K24, it's because I'm still loving this game. I'm still loving universe mode. I'm still loving everything about it. So I don't know that I am going to jump up to 2K24 because 2K23 is exactly where it needs to be. At the end of the day, my score for this is a 9.25. Just some minor things that I think they would do, like my faction's unlocking stuff, but it doesn't transfer over. You know, the craziness of the face not being as easily implemented. You know, hey, this tech's been around for years. Why isn't this on there? And, of course, the tag team matches have got to be figured out. But, gamers, 9.25, that's fantastic. I hope you guys check this game out. And, hey, I, when you do, let me know. TheGraveyardGamer@gmail.com, TheGraveyardGamer on Instagram, or the Graveyard G on Twitter. Till next time, I'll be creeping around the graveyard.